Welcome to this episode of Diz Insiders, a podcast for the entire family. Every topic we discuss is a conversation starter, so be sure to visit our Facebook page if you want to chime in and share your thoughts with us. As always, we're sponsored by Wish Draws Travel. The experts at Wish Draws Travel can make planning your Disney World, Adventures by Disney, Cruise, or Universal trip easy and fun. Check out wishdraws.com so you can talk to a trustworthy expert in the travel industry at no cost to you. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us today. This is going to be a very special treat because today we've got some boys and a boy mom on the podcast to talk to us about some things that would be for boys or really anyone. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you would, please introduce yourselves. Hi, everybody. My name is Kirsten, and I'm the boy mom. I have three boys that are 12, almost 13, 10, and 7, and we are Disney fanatics, as everyone else is as well. Um, and we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the boy side of Disney. Um, you hear a lot about the princesses, and you hear a lot about the fun girl things. So we wanted to bring the favorite boy things to you. And I've got two of my boys here with me today. Hi, I'm Caleb. Welcome. I'm the almost 13-year-old. <clears throat> hey, and Caleb. Hi, tell I'm us. Uh, oh. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Jonathan. Hey. Hi, I'm Jonathan, and I'm the 10-year-old. <laughs> okay. And Jonathan, what is your favorite ride at Disney World? My favorite ride would have to be Space Mountain. Ooh, excellent choice. We love Space Mountain on this show. Oh, sorry about that. And um, Jonathan, what's your favorite ride? Caleb. Okay. My favorite is um, Rock and Roller Coaster. Ooh, okay. Yep. You guys are thrill seekers. I love it. What about you, Kirsten? What's your favorite ride? I really like Expedition Everest. Okay, yeah, those are all fun rides. Oh, yes. <laughs> those are all ones, like, my kids, when we get into the parks, they just want to hit the ground running. They're like, oh, what's our first ride going to be? Oh, let's go on Everest. And I'm always like, whoa, I need a cup of coffee first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand that, for sure. Uh, but if I don't get it at the resort, then it's usually, like, 1130, and I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm not getting coffee now. <laughs> exactly. It's time for lunch. <laughs> exactly. So I'm so excited to have you guys with us today. I know that you've got some awesome things um, that everyone could enjoy, but especially for boys. So um, if you guys want to kick it off and just start out with um, Caleb, do you want to go first? Mm -hmm. All the right. The first thing on my list is the Source of the Magic Kingdom game located at Magic Kingdom. It is a free interactive card game in which basically you're trying to stop Disney villains from taking over the Magic Kingdom. And um, it's located, you can start it at the fire station right when you enter Main Street. And it's to your left. And there you can get your first cards and you get like a little tutorial on how to play. And you get a map that shows you a certain part of the park because there are like portals around like four different sections of the park and as you explore you'll find them and you have a specific one you need to go to it has like a symbol so it's easy to find and you use this key card that they give you and put it up to a keyhole and then a little cutscene plays and then you use one of your cards to cast a spell 
and attack the villains. It is completely free, and it you can just spend your time if you're just walking around the park and you're like, hey, let's do this for a few minutes, and then you just play it and it's really fun. And they have every Christmas and Halloween party, they have a they have a special card for that specific party, and we have a few of them ourselves. How many have you oh, collected? Wow. Um, a lot. Yes, we probably have over a hundred cards just for our family that we've collected over the years. Oh my goodness, that's so cool. I also heard that they have special edition ones, like during the Christmas party and stuff like that. Do you guys have any of those? Mm-hmm. We yes. have a few of those. Very cool. Awesome. That sounds fun. So do you have to have like a tablet or a smartphone with you to play, or is it strictly just between you and the game? No, it's you and the game, and the game makes sure that you know where you're going, because if you scan the wrong portal, then um, a guy, a person will start saying, hey, you went to the wrong one, here's the correct one, and then it just disappears. So ah. it, if you're going to the wrong one, it will direct you to the correct one. Okay, very cool. That sounds fun. And then free souvenir. So that's also very cool. Something to put, you know, frame it or put it in a scrapbook. And that's always fun. Mm -hmm. They actually have a scrapbook that you can get there to put all of the cards in. And it's a big carrying a case, journal. scrap case. Yes. And it's got a game that when you come home that you can play the game yeah. at home as well. They have like a, they have like a tabletop game that comes with it. And it also, and it has like instructions for it. And it's really cool. It also has a list of all the cards. So then you know how many you have to get. Oh, very cool. So, I mean, have you guys been on a Disney cruise? We have not. No. Okay. It sounds a little bit like on the <coughs> Disney Cruise Line, they have something called the Midship Detective Agency. And it's a game that you can play on the ship and you have to go to different... Um, they look like posters, but they're actually interactive. And so you walk up to the poster and it kind of tells you a clue to go to the next place. Yeah, that's and, very similar. And there's some pretty okay. clever places where they hide the um, portals. Like one of them's in a fireplace in one of those shops, and one of them's in a in a Mickey poster. So it's like if you just look around long enough, you're gonna find these cool little. Um, it's usually in like a place that's like a poster, or like a diorama or something. You're, it's gonna be usually empty in the middle, and that's where you'll get to play the game. Oh wow! Well, that sounds fun. I'm putting it on my list. I'm definitely gonna try it. Very, very cool. All right, who's next? Do you want to share something? Sure. Um, so one thing I have got was the Indiana Jones Spectacular um, in Hollywood Studios. So the Indiana Jones Spectacular is a stunt show that you um, get to watch, and some parts of the stunt show is... There's a lot of stunts from the Indiana Jones movies, and part way through the first scene, um, they call up some random people in the crowd, and they and you get to um, and some people get to do um, things on the stage. There's um, the wait line has um has a cool well that if you tug on the rope um if it uh, if you tug on the rope hard enough the um people will people from the um speakers from the bottom will play the voices of like people who are digging down there and wow. um 
after the wait long after the show if you go out there's a couple models of military vehicles like some tanks and um some military armored armored cars and also in a little shop there you can get some indiana jones stuff you know i actually have an indiana jones action figure i think he's 15 inches tall that i bought there when i was young and in love with indy <laughs> that sounds fun <laughs> i don't think that love's ever faded i don't know if he still does this but afterwards the actor who plays him in the show would come out and take pictures sometimes so that was kind of fun sometimes i've um, seen it yeah i once made my mom volunteer to be on the show and she was really unhappy when she got picked but i was thrilled <laughs> i thought it was great <laughs> Yeah, that would be uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a great show. I love that show. Um, it's very intense and exciting. You feel like you're watching film being made, and I would know. I promise. There you go. There's also a all right, Kirsten. What about you? In the show, uh, Jonathan and I are going to team up, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Jedi Academy at Hollywood Studios. And I know you already had a full episode about Galaxy's Edge. Um, so obviously that is very boy-oriented for all those Star Wars lovers. Not that the girls aren't included in that as well. But uh, the Jedi Academy is a fun interactive um, activity for the kids to do at Hollywood Studios. From the parents' perspective, you have to get there early in the day uh, before the park opens is probably best to get early in the line. And they actually have a separate line for you to go and you wait in line and then you register for a time. And once you have your time, then you know when to come back and be part of uh, the Jedi team. They do them all throughout the day. The entire day they have, you see the little kids walking around with their robes and lightsabers and everything. And it's just fun for them to see the show as well. Um, even if you aren't participating, you can watch the kids perform in the show. So Jonathan's gonna tell you what it's like to be actually one of the Jedi. So one of the things you get to do, which I think is amazing, you get to learn how to uh, a couple of simple moves to use a lightsaber, and um, that those were using those moves were the very first moves I ever used against my friend Chris in a lightsaber battle. Um, nice. You once you learn the skills, then uh, they're in a backdrop behind them, behind the main stage. It opens up, and a whole bunch of Star Wars bad guys come out, and you get to practice your skills on them um to get to the stage you get to um you the jedi go in a single file line as they try and they travel um part way through the studios to get to the stage and i've seen multiple times people sell people saying yay the jedi and then um nice. that's all i have <laughs> That's cool. I will say, as a parent, one of the best things that I've ever done was to buy the Memory Maker and have it when my kids were in the Jedi Training Academy because the pictures they got were amazing. High-quality action shots and all kinds of cool moments that they captured. And I, as the mom, got to just enjoy the show and be a part of it and nerd out a little bit. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Did you want to say something, Caleb, about that? Yeah, I was going to say how it's um, it's not always the same experience because, like Jonathan said, they have, like, 
they have a few different villains. They have like Kylo Ren, Darth, Darth Vader. Vader. They have like a few different um, Inquisitors villains you get to fight. So every time you go, you never know who you're gonna face off against. So it's always a cool experience. I saw one um, kid have a complete meltdown when the... Darth Maul came out. <laughs> oh, Darth Maul is scary. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I remember that the first time I ever did Jedi training, I was picked first, and I got to fight Darth Vader in the face. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Very morale boosting for myself. You know what, though? These are the magical moments. You'll never forget that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, Galaxy's Edge has so much, for. I mean, for everyone, but for boys particularly, I feel like, Building the lightsabers, building the droids, experiencing the characters. I mean, the way that they developed uh, the Galaxy's Edge and is just incredible. Absolutely. It's so much fun to be immersed in all of it. You literally feel like you're right there in the middle of the movie. It's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... As far as Galaxy's Edge goes, what would you guys be most interested in experiencing in Galaxy's Edge next time you go to Disney? What are you looking forward to most? Uh, building a droid. Building a droid. And the rides. Building my own lightsaber. Oh man, you better start saving up now because those things mm-hmm. are worth I'm saying we have to build a lightsaber and build a droid and buy merchandise. He has a little jar where he's building for his Savi's Workshop uh, lightsaber, for sure. And I also want to get a droid and I want to get extra merchandise. I'm going to be Star Wars stocked up. (laughs) We can buy the million dollars. We definitely are Star Wars fans in this house. Oh, same. Very much so. I know that comes as a shock to everyone listening, but I am a big Star Wars fan, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Jonathan, when you go to build your lightsaber, do you know what color kyber crystal you want to put in it or what you're going to do? So, I watched a couple videos on YouTube of people doing it. I know I want to do the nature style. I want to have a yellow kyber crystal if they have it, and if they don't have it, a green kyber crystal. And that's all I know so far. That's cool. Yeah, it's the whole thing is quite the experience. It's it's well worth the money. And then the best part is at night, if you go back to Galaxy's Edge and you have your lightsaber and you get to take some pictures with it. Oh, my gosh. Batu is gorgeous at night. I'm just saying. We need to do that, Mom. Yes. (laughs) You need to do it. I cried when I rode Rise of Resistance. My, my daughters were laughing at me. They were like, why are you crying, Mommy? And I was like, I was in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're part of it. The last time the we went was about a week. Thing. Yeah, it, absolutely. Rise of the Resistance was a week from opening when I was there last. So I did get to do the Millennium Falcon, but did not get to do Rise of the Resistance yet. Well, just so you know, the first week of Rise of the Resistance wasn't that great. I waited two and a half days before I got to ride it. So there's that. Um, We got evacuated, I think, three or four times. I don't even remember. 
but um, I remember seeing all your comments about that. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) that's all. That's all that matters. In the end, it was it was very well worth it. But it was a very exciting time. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Galaxy's Edge has so much too. Like it's almost similar to Pandora. You have to see it during the day. You have to see it during the night. Um, riding Rise of the Resistance at night was crazy cool. Um, I won't spoil anything for people listening, but it's just it's worth whatever you have to do to ride it. It's worth it. <laughs> I so love how they had. Oh, yep. What else oh. do you have? Next thing on my list is a pirate adventure, Treasure of the Seven Seas. It's um, it's very similar to Sorcerers as it's a free interactive game, but it's only located in Adventureland. And the plot about it is that you are trying to help Captain Jack Sparrow find these seven treasures and basically become king of the seven seas. So there are seven unique quests, and each quest comes with a card that has that can be interacted with a few different objects. And there's like things will happen, like there's a little bird who talks to you. Some things will come out of the waters. There's all these things that'll happen. And if you complete one quest, you get a little collectible card. And if you complete two of them, for every two you complete, everyone in your party will receive fast passes to pirates. So it's um, a really cool way to do it. To get fast passes and to just see all the cool things around Adventureland. Oh, that sounds fun. And then you get a fast pass. So, I mean, all the time was well spent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that's really cool. And actually, now that you mentioned that, um, in Galaxy's Edge, I know I'm kind of hopping back and forth here. But in Galaxy's Edge, they actually have an interactive game you can play on the um, Play Disney Experience app or whatever it's called. Right. Um, The parks have really kind of developed some of those more fun interactive things. And um, the ones in Galaxy's Edge, I know some kids who could spend entire days playing them. Like, it's really fun. Yes, I've seen those. Those look like a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, so Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, I never know which one it is. Um, and Jack Sparrow, those are, I mean, two really iconic things that Disney has. And I love how Absolutely. they've developed them, like the character and the ride both. So cool. And it's neat to see the extra things like a pirate coming up out of the water and then he sinks back down. Like that's part of the interactive part of it that you only get to see it if you activate it with one of the cards that they have oh wow that's fun it's also cool because like sometimes like if i remember correctly there's like a musket that you can interact with but instead of the musket doing anything it's a bird nearby who starts talking to you about where to go next so sometimes it there's an interactive object but it connects to something that's totally different than what you'd think it'd be oh very good We'll have to check that out. Yeah, my girls, when we're at Disney, they're much more interested in finding the next princess or taking a picture and things like that. They don't always, you know, want to stop and play all these games. But, you know, we've gone enough times now. I think it's time to start doing some of these fun, interactive things that we can really enjoy. That is true. It's there's obviously there's always something new to do. Uh, Every time we go, we discover something we didn't know before. Absolutely. And I mean, anything that's free like that, that you can do and play. 
it's just fun it's just very fun it's also a way to pass the time like if you have a fast pass in 30 minutes and you got nothing else to do and all the lines are long why don't you just go play one of those and then boom you got a fast pass for pirates for later yeah i call that strategy (laughs) (laughs) very cool all right what else you got jonathan so Mm -hmm. um my final thing on my list is tom sawyer island um it's a very immersive it's practically just the it's very immersive and there's many fun things to do there um to, the first fun thing is to get to and from um, the island. You go on a boat across uh, across a lake. Um, there's a tunnel system that you can go through that has, at the end of the system, there's two engraved initials for Walt Disney. Um, there is... Um, it has multiple places from the book. Like, it has uh, Joe Harper's Mill there. And inside of it, there's an Easter egg to an old um, Disney film. There is the white picket fence that Tom paints in the book. Um, there's um, a whole fort, a, a massive fort that's just screaming immersive um, inside of it. There's a little space with mus with toy muskets that when you pull the trigger they make fake bangs and you can shoot at Big Thunder. Um, the inside the fort there's a little prison cell with animatro- with animatronic prisoners and um there's lo- there's like stairs and ladders so you can get up and down from the top part of the fort to the bottom and you can just go around the fort and see all the cool parts in it wow that sounds fun and it's also pretty fun just to walk around in to- in the tom sawyer I- in tom sawyer island narrow um there in tom's tom sawyer islands islanders narrow um passageways through trees and grasses it's just really fun it's kind of like a cool getaway in the middle of a busy theme park where you get to go and have like a little adventure. It's definitely yep. quieter there for sure. And considering the fact of how small the boats are, usually you won't see many people around because because there's like 10, 20 people can only be on the boat at one time. And considering the boat takes a minute or two to get there and considering people are leaving, you're never really going to have like trouble getting around because it's usually pretty empty all the time that's true that's very that's a good point that's kind of nice like usually at disney and i know i'm probably the minority but i don't love the big crowds that's not my thing so (laughs) i like the social distancing that we've had if everyone could just stay six feet away from me forever that would be great so i love those little escapes to the less trafficked and more peaceful areas of disney (laughs) sure think it's in Adventureland Disney? What? I think oh, to, to get, get to there, it? you go to Adventureland, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, it's Frontierland. I think it's Frontierland. Right Frontier- yeah, yeah, Frontierland. It's close. But they're, it's, they're close. It's in they, Frontierland. Yeah, they bump up it's, right next to each other. Those two lands kind of intersect right there. So It's kind of in between, um, if I remember correctly, the dock is right between Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain. 
So it's a pretty easy yeah. way, and it's on the opposite side of them, so it's really easy to find. And there's a really cool, um, like, a photo opportunity there, too, because you've got Thunder Mountain in all its glory across mm -hmm. the lake there, so you could get a really cool family picture. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have them all over my house. <laughs> <laughs> You're in scavenger hunt right in your home. At Disney. <laughs> exactly. The kids are looking for a white paintbrush and I'm looking for a picture opportunity. Um, <laughs> there used to be back in the day, there used to be um, a race at the beginning of the day. Whoever could find, they would hide a white paintbrush oh, on the island. Oh, yeah. And if you found oh, yeah. it, everyone in your um, party got a golden fast pass for any one ride you wanted at any time during the day. Uh, golden oh, white. The white paintbrush. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if yeah. If I remember correctly, there's like a sign I telling remember you that, about yes. it. Yeah, that was fun. My brothers always found it. I mean, they were... That was like their daily mission, so <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Well, that's a cool one. I know, like, we like um, the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse as well. My kids loved that mm -hmm. book and movie, so then to get to go and, like, explore the life-size treehouse is pretty impressive, too. Absolutely. I love when they can visualize a book. I mean, you obviously have that through movies, but when you can physically be part of it, it's even a, a more awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, it does change it because you see that book coming to life in a special way. And um, there's something really cool about that. That's a good one. All right, what else you got? Go ahead, Caleb. What do you... Go ahead. I'll do that last. You go ahead. So the next thing I have is the Dino Park in Dinoland USA as a whole. So there's this giant playground right inside as soon as you go over the archway entering this land it's a giant park with quite a few things to do there's a there's a dino dig site for little kids which has like you just messing with brushes and looking for dinosaur bones inside the dirt it's always fun and there's like a giant playground with lots of things as you just climb climb higher and higher until you get to the really big slide and it's it's really fun when me and Jonathan just run around looking for all the little things to get up. And then also trying to find each other. <laughs> nice. We sometimes have like races trying to find who can be the first one to get up. That's cool. And then, that sounds fun. And that's at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And another so thing. So, are you guys is... fans of the rides in the Dino Land? Like, do you like those? The Primeval uh, yes, World. Yes, very much. And, um, Travel Back to Time is pretty fun. Primeval World is yeah. really fun. Primeval World is not fun. That ride kills me. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it ain't as bad as Dinosaur, though. They need to call it Primeval Whiplash. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I almost, I almost got banned from Disney. So rude. Oh, my kids love that ride. They would they actually when the park was empty and it was raining and they rode it in the rain and they wouldn't get off and the cast members didn't care. They just let them keep riding. And I was like, Dave, I was like, my husband, I said, I don't think I don't think the kids are OK. They haven't come off the ride. They're stuck somewhere. And he, he went back up and he was like, the cast members are letting them stay on. And I was like, what? It's raining. <laughs> And they were just riding over and over again. They didn't care. I was like, that's my worst, literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> and probably uh, one of their best memories. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was the best thing ever. 
but that yeah, area but is no. um fun for little ones chester and hester's dinorama because there's a dinosaur right nearby for older people so the little kids can go over there and they have like they have carnival games that you can pay for that have little um toys i'm pretty sure my brothers have them i re- i remember i got a tiny little dinosaur a green dinosaur that had um a whole bunch of netting around like it was painted with netting around it then i also remember i got a giant basketball bear that was like mm-hmm. half my size at the time that was more than that was like three-fourths of my size at that time wow and they also have the primeval world as well as um triceratops spin which is kind of like dumbo yeah i like that one i can handle that level throw okay and i remember <laughs> i remember me and um me the three of us we went on dinosaur while my dad and my little brother they rode triceratops spinning over and over while we were just waiting in line for dinosaur for the first time because i never went on it oh that's cool yeah that's a nice area too like even if the weather's bad there's somewhere to hang out there if it's hot you got kind of shady areas to dig for bones Um, and if if i remember correctly now they have like a um donald duck thing there with where you can like meet a bunch of um disney characters that you can't really see anywhere else like scrooge mcduck i did meet launchpad um much to my husband's uh you know chagrin he was like oh whatever go on meet him but i was like oh my gosh my childhood crush i used to love launch pad when i was like six years old um yeah those characters are cool and then sometimes chip and dale are out there in like dino costumes Mm -hmm. too so that's kind of fun and i'm pretty sure they have like little um shows that the little ones can do during the day if i remember correctly there's like a little show with chip and dale yeah, that's really cool. Animal Kingdom has a lot for boys, too. I mean, that park is definitely um, got a lot of fun, adventurous things, hands-on things. I like that touch and feel at that, especially for, like, you know, younger kids. I think that's really fun. Absolutely. Caleb, you had um, one more that we're going to kind of talk about together. Okay. Um because Test Track and Mission Space at Epcot are right next to each other. And they both have a couple of similar things for um, either the beginning of the ride or with Mission Space for people that maybe um, aren't big enough to ride the ride or are uh, bothered by motion sickness and not able to ride the ride. So Caleb, talk about Test Track and then I'll talk about Mission Space. So at Test Track, um, during the ride, (laughs) um, now you can build your own car where, like, you just slowly add things to it. And as you ride, because there's, like, four different sections of the ride, and at the end of each one, they have a little thing, and everyone in the car, they keep track of whose is the best, and they, like, put them up in a um, list. And at the very end of the ride, you can see a bunch of people who who rode with you or around you. You can see their cars, and it also shows, like, the best car of the group. And I personally remember okay. me and Jonathan building the most ridiculously looking car with a bunch of random <laughs> stuff, pink? and we still got the best car. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was pink. What color was really, your I car? Pink. I'm pretty sure it was gray. Gray. <laughs> it had a bunch. It had a bunch of like random things for no apparent reason, and yet we were like the fastest and had the best overall car. 
Um, no science oh, involved. Funny. Just they went for it. <laughs> it's, it's the fun part. It's a bunch of little children just also, blah blah blah. In the area, if like someone's learning about cars, there's a whole bunch of like nice looking model cars in the like waiting area before you get to build your car. And I think like if you're learning about cars or something like that, that's just really cool to look at. Even even me who's not learning about cars, it's really cool to look at. Because they're nice looking. Yeah. And there are some interactive games as you leave that you can play with if you want to. Oh, yeah, that's true. You can kind of see how your car did and what about it was good, too. That's kind of fun. Uh, My kids always always fight over what color it's going to be. That's (laughs) always the the biggest argument. I hear nothing but it's going to be purple in the lion. No, it's not purple. (laughs) Well, purple's the best. Purple is always, good. But is it? <laughs> it's always fun to do a, um, to create a car and argue with your siblings about what should be no, on it, what should it look like. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Uh, Test Track is such a cool ride too. Epcot had. Um, with interventions, it's always had so much for kids to do with technology and discovering STEM things, and eventually the technology just caught up to the interventions. And so, um, I'm interested to see what they do. I wish they would do something more with VR or something, move some of those things from um, what was it called, Disney Quest, over in there or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. That would be really neat. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. They, Our kids have always loved all the different little things that you could do in the innovations and all of that area, but um, it definitely needed a little bit of a upgrade and uh, kind of catch up with everything, like you said. Yeah. But um, he was talking about Test Track, and Mission Space is very similar. That uh, If you've never been on Mission Space, it's kind of like a you're going to Mars. So you're sitting in a seat and it's like you're flying yourself to Mars. You're an astronaut. And they have two different levels. One's a little more intense than the other. And uh, my husband, their dad, Mark, and I were actually there the day that Mission Space opened. Um, So we were one of the first people to ever ride it. And it was a completely different experience that day. Uh, I actually heard that they had to kind of make it a little bit easier on people's stomachs after their first go around when they tested it out and uh but they also have other things for kids to do um there was a time we went that our youngest was too small to go on it so there's a playground area uh, actually inside the building at the exit and you can go in and the younger kids can play on the playground area. There's also like some, some of those interactive simulators where you can um, act like you're, you're the one in mission control and uh-huh. guiding everything from that perspective and never actually go on the ride itself. So. Oh, okay. Um, I remember playing around with that. You can, there's a lot of places to climb. And I remember I found the perfect spot and I try to go there every time I'm in the play area. Um, you climb up to a meh high spot and there's just a whole bunch of buttons and um, then there's a front nozzle with like switches and buttons and you feel like you're in the um, in the front of a space shuttle. And you just get to push them and hear the sound effects. It's just dumb and it's fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> 
it was fun. I've never been on Mission Space itself. <laughs> I went on it a few times. It was meh. <laughs> Mission Space is a cool ride. It is not for everyone, but it is cool. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I'm gonna. Try the older I get, too. the older I get, the less I think it's for old people. But you know, who knows? Some people can that's handle. That's when you it, choose. Clearly. that's when you choose the orange, right? Not the red. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me have the, uh, I need, like, white or clear or something. Like, How about just no? I don't know. Roller coasters don't bother me, but the spinning thing, oh, man, I don't know. Something in my body changed, and I can't handle it anymore. Oh. It's it's a different feeling, for sure. It's a lot of fun, but it is a different feeling, for sure. Okay, so I have some questions for you boys that I've been thinking about while you've been talking, and... Feel free to answer honestly. There's no right or wrong answer. I just really want to know, okay? Some things at Disney that my kids have, like, we've gone with um, other boys, but usually they're younger. So I don't ever really know if boys like these things or not. So I'm just going to ask you, and you guys just tell me what you think, okay? okay. Um, my kids really love the, like, hide-and-squeak Remy maps that you can do around the World Showcase during like the flower and garden festival or the food and wine festival and it's the map where you like find the hidden ingredient in each country and match it up with the ingredient with a sticker on the map is something like that fun for boys or is that not as exciting i've never done it me neither <laughs> i never knew okay. it was a thing i've heard well, of it before so. I'll describe it, and you can tell me if you think you would try it. Um, basically, you go into the gift shop. It's not free. It costs like 6 or $7 for each map. They give you the map and the stickers, and then as you go around the World Showcase to visit all the countries, you have to find the hidden item. Usually, it's Remy that has it. Um, I think sometimes they've done it where Chip and Dale had it. I think at Christmas time, Chip and Dale had different... Um, Maybe they were different colored ornaments for the Christmas tree that they had tucked away and hidden for later and they couldn't find them or something and you had to find the... That sounds like a chipmunk thing to do. <laughs> so you just look for the hidden item in each country and match it up. And then at the end, you show them your completed map and they give you a prize. Um, and the prize varies. Sometimes it's a cup. One year it was a Christmas ornament. Um, sometimes it's like a little squishy mallow thing or something. Um, and then you get to keep that. So, I don't know about other other boys my age, but I love scavenger hunt. So that finds so that sounds like something right up my alley. Okay, I cool. love doing that. I'm about to sound controversial, but anything that anything at World Showcase is fine with me. Because honestly, every time That's... we go, it's like it's it's just like. I want to go back to test track. Like, we just go there and mom and I look in the stores. And I'm just standing there thinking, I want to go back to test track. Please. Anything is better than this. I will just stay in the single rider line. You guys can go around the world check. I Have hear fun. you. I hear you. No, I mean, that's that's a good honest answer. And, um, I mean, I, I like the scavenger hunt things. I like the idea of the free ones that you guys were telling me about. Um, those sound pretty cool too, but, um, but that's cool. I just kind of wondered about that. And then what was the other thing I was going to ask you? Okay. Character meals. Like how boys your age, you're 10 and 13, almost 13. How do you guys feel about character meals? The massive character meal buffet. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I like 
I like the characters. It's fun to talk. It's fun to see the characters. Um, in my favorite place, food. Um, and it, and I like taking pictures in there. And also, um, I think them being able to come over while you're eating food is kind of fun. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, it's um some t- around the year. I know that they um. Like at breakfast, they have like Disney Junior characters at Hollywood and Vine, and then at dinners they have like the Mickey characters. And I, if I remember correctly, um, around holidays they have like outfits, and it's just fun to just eat and just be able to have a surefire way that you're gonna see them. And it's also just fun watching my younger brother squeal and how it's like, Aww. and like, and he's just like staring and watching them get closer. He's like, oh no, they're getting closer. And, and my dad's <laughs> like, they're not gonna hurt you. <laughs> sounds kind of fun you could be eating and then they come over and you're in the middle of um eating food like they got you yep they've got you with your (laughs) mouth full uh one of our favorite experiences is we when caleb was probably two because yes i don't believe that we had the other kids yet so he was two and we went to 1900 park fair for dinner with uh the stepsisters and oh, come on. he was playing a game and they sat down at the table and played the game on the little phone. Of course, that was way back before you had smartphones. It was more of one of those uh, flip up phones that has the little digital games on there. And they would sit and play with yeah. him. We have pictures of them playing together. It was so cute. That sounds Aww. cute. It was fun. I hate it. That sounds adorable. Every yeah. time they bring oh, it up, like... I try to hide. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the magical moments for us moms, though. You just have to let us enjoy them. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, my kids like them, yeah. um, but I can never tell if it's... I mean, it's, it's great to me because if they want to meet the characters, we don't have to wait in line. But then they want the unlimited food. That's always the bottom line for my kids. My kids are Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. It's all about the food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then last question. Okay. Non-thrill rides, the rides that don't really have a height requirement and or shows like the Festival of the Lion King or Fantasmic, how do you guys at your boys your age, how do you feel about those kinds of things? I still enjoy them. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion are some of my favorite Disney rides just in general because it's just fun to just sit there and look around and just like oh i didn't see that before hey i never heard that before it's always just fun to go again and just discover a new thing that you never noticed i think oh it's yeah fun i agree because um though i i can't i can remember those rides with fond memories because those are the rides i've always ridden on no matter how old i i was i was like with the thrill rides they are fun and i can make fond memories but I don't remember too many years of doing them because I wasn't that tall to do them. And um, being tall enough to do them now, that's fun and everything. But what? But the old, but the rides for the younger kids and even for the older kids that don't really have an age res- a height restriction or age restriction. I think those those are one of my favorite types of rides. Awesome. I That's also enjoy 
Um, some of my fondest recent memories of going to Disney is riding Small World and both times falling for my mom grabbing me in the shoulder. Ever since I read this, I read this book series about um, Disney characters coming to life, and in the first one, the Small World dolls come to life and try to kill them. So every time I'm riding, I'm just like staring, waiting for one of them, and my mom just grabs me in the back, and I just leap up. Did you those are good ever... books, though. I was going to say, did your girls read those? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're loving that. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see the updates to the series. It'll be really cool. Oh, yes, I know. That looks exciting. That'll be really cool. Uh, well, you guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, do you have anything else you want to add before we say goodbye to everyone? One last thing I want to say as a parent uh, of boys that I think sometimes gets overlooked is the barber shop at Magic Kingdom. I'll talk about it really quick because they talk about the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique for all the girls and the princess makeover. But we actually, two, my younger two got their first haircut ever at Disney when they were 18 months old. And they have such a special thing that they do there if you get a first haircut, um, they give you a certificate and you get a little bag with pixie dust and hair in it. And they also give you a set of ears that says my first haircut on it. And it's kind of become one of our go-to souvenirs that we always make appointments and have the kids get their haircut while we are there. Um, it's just fun. And they put, they will put gel in the hair and put pixie dust in there and make it um, fantastic over. They always enjoy going and getting mohawks and things that I don't normally let them do with their hair. Um, <laughs> the mohawk is very ominous. Speaking of the mohawk, um, no. I remember, it's not really fond, but one time we went to Disney World. I asked for the fuck I had, um, I was into a Lego TV show and one of the dudes had hair that, had hair that was like, um, that was just in spikes everywhere. And the person said, I don't know who that is, but I can give you a mohawk. I was like, okay. He gave me a mohawk, and I became a brat for the rest of the day. So then, at the end of the day, Mom had to give me a thorough rubbing in the head so that my mohawk had nothing left, no gel, no nothing. So, and then the, ne- and then the rest of the day, I was fine. And what did we learn? Everything else mohawk's was fine. Calls- Bright. He had a different, completely oh, different man. attitude with the Mohawk than he normally oh does. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> but I love that place. It's just been a fun memory for us to do every time mm-hmm. um, when they go there because it's so reasonable. Their haircuts are very reasonable priced. It's like $15 to $20 to have a boy's haircut there. And they will do, you know, however you want it to be styled. Even adult men can have their cut, haircut there too. And I know for girls, they'll do trims. Um, and do the pixie dust without the full bippity boppity boutique um, that you can still go there and have that done as well. It's just a, and it's tiny. There's three or four chairs in there. So you do have to have an appointment, but it is uh, a fun little experience for everybody. We always do a before and after. I take their picture outside of the door before, and then we take their picture when they come back out after they have their fresh haircuts. Well, here's a funny thing, talking about, like, magical moments. When our youngest was about, um, I guess she was just over two, we took her to have her first haircut at the barbershop on Main Street. And the guy who cut her hair 
actually was the same barber who gave my brother his first haircut when he was the same age. And he was Aww. still there cutting hair. And so he was with us on vacation. And it was like this, just a magical experience to have that kind of special, you know, same experience with him and then her. And I got to be there for both. So that was pretty Aww, cool. Aw, that's really awesome. Yeah. But that is, you know what? And I know that Pirates League is closing down. Um, we're not sure if that's forever. I guess for now it seems like it is. Um, but I know like at the, at the barbershop on main street, they have that glow in the dark hair gel and glitter. So oh, you yes. can get fun stuff. That that's pretty cool. I also have fond memories of, um, playing with the toys they have there for oh, the yeah. little ones. And I just remember oh. just sitting in the barber chair, just like playing with little things that like spin in a circle and they're just going. Mm, mm, yeah. Those spinny mm. light up toys. They give those to oh. the kids to play with while they're doing yeah, their hair. It's just fun to just hold them and go. Me. We actually bought one and have a <laughs> yep, buzz of that. Yep. He doesn't glow up anymore, Aww. but you can twist, but you squeeze his legs together, and then the things around his head will go. Mm. Yep, it, the propeller still goes. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Um, Disney is just such a magical place. I don't think Absolutely. it matters if you're a boy or a girl or young or old. There's something there for everybody. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Wow. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I hope you'll come back and talk boy stuff and everything with us again soon. Sure thing. And, um, all right. Well, we'll see you real soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.